you for tuning in to the seventh episode of the Highway to Heaven podcast, hosted by me, Elaine Murphy, and Brian Crump. And this week's topic is on to walk in holiness. And I'm telling you, when me and Brian went to hear the word this Sunday, Deaconess Lily Wood did a beautiful, excellent job letting God speak through her on this particular topic. And I'm telling you, it was beautiful. So after these messages, we'll come back and we'll begin our recap on to walk in holiness. And one question I'm sure a lot of you are asking, is it possible to walk holy in holiness? I thought only God uh, walked in holiness. So we'll talk more about that. And definitely since uh, we'll go into the word of God and, and kind of recap on the information and the message. We'll be right back after this break. Are you tired of the same old prints and designs and now you want something to take the sting out of being bored? S. Elaine Murphy's Creations and Designs has what you want for all of your stationery and gift needs with original designs, color matching system, new exciting creations, and outstanding customer service. Check out our website at Creations. 801500842.wordpress.com or email me at genuinecreations10 that's the number 10 at gmail.com Welcome back to the Highway to Heaven podcast, and we're in the midst of recapping on our topic, Walk in Holiness. And as I did my little research, as you guys do, I'm Mrs. Researcher, (laughs) I came across a few very interesting um, questions that derive, you know, and I think what we need to do first is understand what holiness is. Now, I can't, there's two different meanings then two different meanings that are actually intertwined with each other, which means that they're both right. Um, the first thing I think that um, we need to find out is what is the primary meaning of holiness? The primary meaning of holiness is living in communication with God and others. Holiness comes from God alone. So people and things can only be holy if they're directly related to God. So first of all, even to begin to wonder what holiness is or desire something pertaining to holiness, you have to first have relationship with God. You have to first accept him into your heart and first believe that he is and then proceed from there. Um, And what does the Bible, the other definition is, I asked, but what does the Bible say holiness means? I found that holiness is a state of being holy and a life of total devotion to God. The Bible says holiness without without holiness, no man can see the Lord. So it is something that is not particular, just normal. It's something that we must 
acquire. Um, and it's, it's kind of odd to, to actually see it from our human point of view, which is why we have to, it says those who have an ear, let them hear. We have to kind of desire it and want to seek it, holiness. But it's something that um, we have to acquire. The word acquire, A-C-Q-U-I-R-E, means to actually build up the skill to have something. Holiness is not only uh, possible for Christians. Holiness is a requirement. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. And that's located in Hebrew 12 and 14. The difference between God and us is that he is inherently holy, while we, on the other hand, only become holy in relationship to Christ, and we only increase in practical um, holiness as we mature spiritually, which is why I said at the beginning it is something uh, we have to acquire. We have to um, build up the skill or the ability to have. The New Testament emphasizes uh, the pursuit of holiness in this world and the final attainment of holiness in this world to come. And I'm telling you, this is a, it's, it's really a good topic. For us, we stifle the design of God, sabotage our own spiritual growth, and grieve the Holy Spirit. Um, this is even in our pursuit, we're subject to make mistakes. And sometimes um, we stifle at the design of God. We, we sabotage our own spiritual growth. There's no way you can harm God. You only hurt self um, in those areas. And you can grieve the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 4.30 If God was gracious enough to redeem, redeem us from sin and death and give us a new life in Christ, the very least we can do is offer our lives back to Him in complete surrender and holiness, which is for our own benefit. Deuteron, Deuteron, as, as, as stated in Deuteronomy 10 and 13, because of God's mercy, uh, we should be Living, we should be living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. And we know that that's a scripture, which is located in Romans 12 and 1. One day in heaven, we will be free from sin and all of its effects. Until then, we fix our own eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And keep running the race. I like that. And that is located in Hebrews 12 and 2. Now in Peter first, first Peter 1 13 through 16, Peter writes to the believers. This is what he says. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep, be sober in spirit. Fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the former lust which were yours in your ignorance. But like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in all your behaviors. Because it is written, you shall be holy for I am holy. Peter is quoting this from Leviticus 11.44 and Leviticus 19.2. First, let's, let's look at God's holiness. What does it mean 
what does it mean that God is holy? Passages like 1 Samuel 2 and 2 and Isaiah 6 and 3 are just two of many examples of passages about God's holiness. Another way to say it is absolutely perfection. God is unlike any other. And that's that's a word that's spoken in uh, Hosea 11 and 9. And his holiness is the essence of that otherness. His very being is completely absent of even a trace of sin. Because he is the creator. He is the most high. He is high above any others. And no one can compare to him. God's holiness pervades his entire being and shapes all his attributes. He is love. His love is a holy love. However, the pursuit of holiness does not end when we come to Christ. It doesn't. It doesn't it doesn't end there. In fact, it is just begins. It just begins. There is a positional holiness that we inherit at regeneration and practical holiness which we must actively pursue God expects us to um, cultivate a lifestyle of holiness and commands us to cleanse ourselves of all defilement of the flesh and spirit because definitely we all have sinned and fallen short so I can always take the time out to think about the times I did make a mistake and repent And that's something that God wants us to do. That's something that we probably should do daily um, as we seek to put on his perfection. Bringing holiness to perfection means that we should be increasing in spiritual fruitfulness every day, just as I just said. We are to consider ourselves dead to sin. And that's located in Romans 6 and 11. Refusing to revert back to our own former lifestyles. In this way, we cleanse from what is dishonorable, becoming vessels of honorable use. Set apart as holy, useful to the master for every good work. Holiness is the mark of every true Christian. It should be. Holiness should be uh, the mark of of every true Christians. Cultivating a lifestyle of holiness does not mean that we must draft a list of do's and don'ts to live by. We are free from the letter of the law which kills and now live according to the dictates of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank God for God's mercy and His grace. Um, This is perhaps the most important lesson that we can learn as Christians. God's ultimate desire for his people is that we be holy, conformed into the image of his son, Jesus. And because we have relationship with Christ, we can grow and understand more about uh, holiness And at this time, we're going to take a break. And when we return from this break, um, yours truly, Brian Crump, is going to join me, who is the other co-host, 
of the Highway to Heaven podcast, and we're going to talk on this Sunday's message that Deaconess Lilywood brought forth, and, and boy, I'm telling you, it was beautiful how the Lord used her, uh, but we're going to recap on that service, and I'm telling you, it's a good one, so stay with us and tune in with us after this break. We'll be right back. Highway to Heaven Full Gospel Outreach Ministries is the place to be. Visit us Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. And hey, you can even bring a friend. See you soon. God bless you. Have a good day. Are you looking for someone to promote your business? You do know that the best way is by word of mouth. You need to contact The B. Ryan Show. Not only is he the eclectic one, um, not only does he have excellent uh, variety of different types of topics that inspire all different types of people, but he is also good at advertisement. Get in contact with The B. Ryan Show at anchor.fm backslash lowercase brian hyphen crump you'll be glad you did have a good day and when you do let them know that elaine murphy of the bible table chat sent you have a good day thank you bye-bye Welcome back to the Highway to Heaven podcast. And guess who I have here with me? Yours truly, Mr. Brian Crump. Hi. Hey, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing wonderful, hon. I'm just uh, happy. I'm happy to, to be doing a podcast today and happy to be expounded on this word of God. And you know what's really happy? What? It's that we're doing it together. Oh, yeah. Aww. <laughs> Nothing like being with my bae, Brian Crump. He's so sweet, you guys. You know, and I she's think... my baby girl. Oh, those nice words. They go deep and they just hug my heart. Okay, baby. Well, back on the subject of walk in righteousness. We're going to start off by reading some. Of, we're going to recap on the message that Deaconess Lilywood talked this Sunday. And I'm telling you, it was beautiful. So we're going to share that with you. So just to lend us your ears at this time. And we're going to um, do our best to let God use us to recap and expound on the very same uh, scriptures that she gave us during the message. And go ahead. We're going to first go to Matthew 7 and 6. Can you read that for me? Sure. Now, just for the audience out there, keep in mind, I am going out of the new... I'm sorry, the King James Version, okay? So just remember that this is the King James Version that I'm reading from. Okay, Matthew chapter 7, verse 6 says, Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn them again and rend you. 
And you know what? I really love that because um, Sunday when Deaconess um, Lily actually expounded on her, that she gave a, a good point. She mentioned as the word of God representing diamonds and that giving it to people that don't honor God is they're really not worth it. So it's like taking diamonds, nice, real diamonds, not the little Kmart plastic diamonds. Or Cuba zirconias. There you <laughs> it's like taking diamonds um, and throwing it right in the mud. Or it can be even equivalent to something like wearing your best expensive um, Versace white dress and then somebody takes you and puts you in some mud. Now, now that's a that's an expression. Now, us women, we... Now. Oh, tell me about it. Some Versace. The money you put into that and the value of that and to have mud, most of all, on it would make you very disappointed well it's just the same way it's just it's just comparing the value of god's word and then trying to share it with someone who doesn't value it they they don't hear it they don't understand it and and for one reason they don't even have the same spirit or maturity enough uh, to, to handle what you have to say mm-hmm. so treat the word of god because it is very valuable Right, so yeah. um, we we got that part. Is there anything you want to say on that too? Well, you know, it's, it, it kind of goes in. Well, to me, okay, it kind of goes into where you know how your parents always say, "Do unto others as you want them to do unto you," and you're supposed to treat God's word as your own, so you will not throw anything yourself. You know, you won't throw anything that you have personally away. So why you want to do that to God's word because? The spirit of God is within us. That's true. So, you know, another thing is, is kind of like time is precious. I'm a person. I'm very, uh, I, I think time is the most precious thing. And, and one thing about time, once you waste it, you can't get it back. Oh, and let me tell you, she is a time person. <laughs> she is punctual, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, if I ask her to be over my house at 7 o'clock at night, right, She'll be over there at 655, <laughs> 650. And then I'll tell her I'll be there at 7 o'clock. I'm here like, what, 710, 715. But you see, I still <laughs> allow people. Everybody's different on that. I'm not trying to get off the subject. But what, what he's simply saying is, is if I'm a person of my word, that's what I mean about time. If I tell you I'm going to be somewhere at that time, unless something happened, I'm going to be there at that time. And it's usually earlier and than that, scheduled. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Because I, I would rather for her to be early than late, but, that, but that's fine. You know, she's a very punctual person. She um, honors time, and I think that's what she's tried to incorporate in the message here, too, is about the time. Your time is precious. Right. Okay, and we're going to go on to the next scripture, which is 1 Corinthians 2 and 13. And, two, and, two. Once, and once again, we're talking about walk in holiness. Go ahead, baby. Okay. Uh, 2 and 13, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. So that's very important. And that's another thing when you're, um, once again, we consider the word of God as being very valuable. And so when you go to share the word of God, it's only right that you can 
that you share with someone else with the like spirit. Like, for example, me and Brian are both Christians. We both have the Holy Spirit. So when we share the word with each, to each other, talk to each other about the word, it, it, it blesses us. It increases us because we're both of the spiritual aspects. But if I were to take the word of God and I were to take it out to try and, and give it or share it with someone who does not um, love God, Jesus or does not share the same spirit, are, are, are more carnal minded they wouldn't understand it anyway they would think that I'm different they would think that I'm strange or maybe even creepy so why even give something so valuable and, and precious to someone who doesn't value it and doesn't understand it mm-hmm. so spiritual things gotta be with spiritual things carnal things can only help the carnal things so right. that's what that scripture is saying So the next scripture we're going to go to, or I'm sorry, did you have anything you want to add to that? Oh, no, that was good. Okay, praise God. So we'll go to 1 Timothy 2 and 8. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. So that's a, um, it's basically self-explanatory right there. It says, I will therefore, I will it means God says his will. I will, therefore, that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath or without doubting. So God wants us to completely, it's his will that we completely have faith and trust in God and lift up holy hands unto him. So it's just like a sincere um, um, dedication to, to being holy and, and and worshiping in holiness and lifting up hands and giving him the prey without without anger and without doubting. I kind of look at it like, you know, everybody lift up their hands, whether they're holy hands or not. I think what's really, really important about this verse is that when you lift up your hands, instead of lifting your hands to strike someone, for example, it's lifting up your hands without doubting someone. So, um, when, when when you doubt someone, you tend to like you know point your finger in their face, like you did this, you did this. It's like point a finger in your face. But for once, do that without doubting and lift up your holy hands and pray, because God fights the battles for us. Amen, amen. I could have said it better. Oh, uh, thank you. The next scripture is is Colossians three and twelve. Colossians 3.12 Put on therefore as the elect of God holy and beloved bowls of mercies kindness humbleness of mind meekness long suffering It says put on therefore as the elect of God holy and beloved bowels of mercy kindness humbleness of mind meekness and long suffering so part of holiness part of God's holiness is putting on the bowels of mercy kindness humbleness of mind meekness and long suffering I think a lot of people struggle um, with um, that particular part um, especially when it says being humbleness of mind I think a lot of people are trying to understand the true 
humbleness of mind, but it's part of the character of being holy um, of God. So it says, these are the things that God wants us to put on. The elect of God, those that God chose him, should put on. Um, the elect are those that God chose. I don't know if you knew that, baby, but when it says the elect of God, um, mm-hmm. God chose God chose us. We didn't choose him. Mm-hmm. So um, he's, talking to, he's talking to us, in other words. So it's really basically... Um, those that he chose to put on the bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long suffering. I kind of see it as with the elect of God, it's like um, to to be like God. Mm-hmm. You know how how Jesus said, "We should be ye be ye per, be therefore ye perfect, for our Father in heaven is perfect." So I look at it as like. This is the perfect scripture. I mean, don't get me wrong. All scriptures that we had, that we read, led up to this. And they all are manful scriptures. But I think this is the perfect one that talks about um, the, the walking in holiness. Because to put on mercies, you know, mm-hmm. God is mercy. So to put that on kindness, God is kindness. Put on humbleness, God was humble put on um, meekness God is of meekness God is long suffering now we all know that Jesus Christ was God on earth because he died for our sins for us to have everlasting life through him but to put on these items these things this is what help will help us to walk holy and to keep our mind fixated on that amen amen and that's beautiful you know, at this time, I think what would be a excellent time at this moment is to actually say a word of prayer, and then we're going to sum it up. And before we close out of the Highway to Heaven podcast, we're going to actually um, give you these scriptures again in hopes that you would, um, on your own time, uh, go ahead and reread them and see what God has to say about the walk of holiness, the walk in holiness to you. And then let him enhance you, let him grow you, let him mature you into um, how to walk in holiness. So at this time, we're going to say a word of prayer. Um, Okay, baby, why don't we bow our heads and pray. Father, we just thank you for today, God. Lord, we ask you to touch your people around the world, God. Help us to put on your holiness, God. Help us, Lord, that to be that great light that somebody might see your holiness in us and your word in us, through us, that um, they might want to know what it really is to walk in holiness. Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you for your grace, your mercies that are new every morning. And Father, we ask you, Lord, to just strengthen us as individuals, God, um, that we might walk in your holiness, Lord, and be more of a good example of holiness, God, wherever we may go, wherever we, we may be. Father, we ask this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So at this time, I'm going to read you a few scriptures that we did go through. Once again, if you ever do do research on it, it'll give you loads, 
of of it's one of those large topics but i'm gonna give you the ones that we did expound on um it was matthew 7 and 6 first corinthians 2 13 first timothy 2 and 8 and colossians 3 and 12 and once again i'm gonna give you the highway to heaven is a um uh, services are every sunday they have one great, amazing service that starts at 11 a.m. And the address is 3202 Potter Street in Rockville, Illinois, 61109. But in order to get into the uh, directly into the parking lot, all you need to do is take 20th Street. Whether you're going north or south, take a turn onto Sawyer. And you will end up in the parking lot of highway to heaven come one come all you're welcome um you'll be loved it's got great few people there but i tell you what it's not in numbers it's in spirit so thank you for tuning in to the highway heaven podcast until the until the next time be blessed god bless you